Welcome to Sobo Tours. We like movies. Yay. I'm Andrew. I'm MJ. I'm Misha. And today we will be talking about... No, we're not talking about Halloween anymore because, you know, we need a palate cleanser, you know, for, for our mental health and our sanity. <laughs> we <laughs> yes. need one. Uh, absolutely. Um, a yes. real palate cleanser. That's what we needed. Mm-hmm. A real palate cleanser. Because we're going to be talking about a movie today starring Ryan Reynolds in it. Woo-hoo. And I know how much you love the taste of Ryan Reynolds. Me? Well, that's not what you said before. It was You said you wanted to taste Ryan Reynolds. No, no. I just said we needed a palate cleanser. Uh, nope, nope. I don't know what you're arguing about. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> Priorities. All right. Uh, yes, we will have thirsty portions for this episode. So yes, I love I the fact whole that show was, is going to be a thirsty portion. Yep, I love the fact that it was MJ who brought up the you know the thirsty portion um, disclaimer for everyone <laughs> because I'm Joe wanted it. to do it. I'm owning it. Okay, as the <laughs> thirstiest like, saboteur, I am owning it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just like she would with Idris Elba. You know, I'm dehydrated, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that actually something people say now? Uh, <laughs> okay, for those of for those of you who are wondering what Ryan Reynolds movie we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about his latest movie called Free Guy, which Woo-hoo! is Free basically Free! about <laughs> for for for. God, we have a Pokemon. We're again Pokemon. Sorry. Oh, Butterfree, come back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that Sorry, episode still so makes stupid. me cry. I'm My so Metapod, what happened to it? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, right? Well, he was thing. in Pokemon, to be fair. Ryan Reynolds he was in Pokemon. So. Pikachu, yes. He was yeah. Pikachu. I can connect it somehow. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so you, you're okay with a yellow electric mouse as long as it sounds like Ryan Reynolds? Um, Aren't you? Wouldn't you be? No, maybe that's you. No, that'd be cool. That'd be very <laughs> fucking cool. Anyway, yeah, we're talking about free guy today. And um, yeah, we don't have any other excuse. Besides <laughs> no. that we need a palate cleanser. Because yes. yes. following Ari Aster and Candyman and whatever we have in store for whatever uh, the rest of the month, I think, yeah, we need it. We kind of do. We mm-hmm. needed something light, like Ari Esther. That Ari Esther. Uh, I can't even. I can't even bring myself to pronounce his name right. That Ari Aster episode was just too much. Like, uh, I even was, had a few jump scares that episode. Yep, you cats. can check it out on our Instagram. We posted it. <laughs> Sub underscore auteurs. It's yes. hilarious. It is gold. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not really. Maybe for you guys. <laughs> it was amazing. It was the best. So yeah, we're going to be talking about Free Guy. Free Guy is a movie about Guy. <laughs> guy who, is, who is free? Who is free? No. Guy who is an AI program in a game or otherwise known as an NPC or a non-playable character. Gamers mm-hmm, out there mm-hmm. should know what I'm talking about. That's um, right. And MJ just wanted his joystick. Wait, okay. Oh, wait, no, no. That's yeah. wrong synopsis. Yeah, okay, uh, okay, right. <laughs> so it's about this AI program who develops his own identity. <laughs> oh my God. So distracting. We haven't even begun the thirst portion yet. <laughs> Because he falls in love. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so no kidding, his name is Guy, who is otherwise an NPC in a video game world, who develops his own character or his own personality because he falls in love with an actual human player playing the game. Um, mm-hmm. So it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, what did you guys think about this movie? First impressions. Here starts the thirsty portion. Right, right, okay. Yay! <laughs> Didn't like dude? No, dude was too much. We'll get to dude later. But mm-hmm. uh, first impressions. Um, basically, this is Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Because it's like he's not acting at all. He's just having stupid fun throughout this entire <laughs> two-hour movie. But I'm mm-hmm. here for it. He's got his usual witty retorts. He's got uh, his token sarcasm. He's uh, got those... Beautiful face. I'm sorry. <laughs> she just couldn't help herself. I just realized that you had a bonus thirst there in this movie. You oh, did. Like oh. Chad, you know. Oh, Chad. My, my name is Jeff. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk Channing about Tatum. that. Yes. And and his name is Jeff. <laughs> his name is Jeff. No, not really. He's not <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. But yeah, it, it, it does actually start off with Channing Tatum being like the cool, one of the cool sunglasses guys. Who we assume are the actual human players with their mm. avatars and everything and sunglasses and shit. So it's pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of Grand Theft Auto a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh-huh. like, like Grand Theft Auto had a baby with Fortnite and Call of Duty mobile. It's all of those things where people parachute into a virtual um Battleground been, and they it, blow shit up. Yep. Basically, World of Warcraft only in the GTA's. I think there. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But, uh, it, it does have a nice message to it. I wasn't expecting it to kind of get philosophical at some point, but for the most part, it was just really fun. Just so much. I can't even describe anything else. Uh, describe it as anything else but fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed exactly what MJ said. It was just stupid fun, which I really <laughs> needed it at the time, you know. Um, it was the perfect way to just shut your brain off for 90 minutes and watch Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds with some of the… Uh, and playing with some of the most recognizable tropes in video games today. But that that being said, I think it's kind of a niche product. Like, you can't show this movie to your parents. No. It would not make no. any sense to them. No, it really I think wouldn't. it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, uh, they probably wouldn't understand a lot of the euphemisms used in that movie. Uh-uh. Or no even, even like just little details. Like, I don't know. I remember this particular scene. Really, really short. Probably like five seconds long. Guy getting shot and the guy who shot him started teabagging him. Which is such a... <laughs> <laughs> It's such a gamer thing to do. We've all seen it. But it's like, oh my god, that small detail got me cackling. It's true. It's damn true. (laughs) I I also like, you know, it it brought in little bits of um of gamer culture now because like you even have like um you realize that there's an audience for watching people just play games. Like there's a reason that people would be online just to watch other people playing this virtual game. And at some point they even bring in like real life um, um, stream uh, streamers, video game streamers, mm-hmm. and they cameo as themselves. And they're all also watching this game. It's pretty I cool. Legit did not know those are legit streamers. It's okay. You're a dad now. That's that. It's cool. You're exempt. <laughs> you're exempted now. It's fine. 
Me? I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. To be honest, it was Dang who pointed it out. It wasn't. I didn't fucking recognize them. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> Comes with age, Misha. Comes with age. <laughs> Says the father. I have an excuse. Yeah, we all know how babies are made. That's the excuse. No, What's your point? Whoop, no, whoop, no, no. What did you guys enjoy most about this movie? Do I know? I know. I'm just. Yeah, I knew yeah. what your answer was gonna be. <laughs> just, just give it to Misha. I'm gonna be redundant at this point. Okay, Misha. Me? I mean, it was like you know watching him warm up for Deadpool three. That's what it felt like. That's true. Yeah, it was a more wholesome Deadpool. That is true. Kinda, kinda. But to be okay, let's be honest. Okay, let's go to, to the story, right? Where he meets this gamer who's played by um, Jody Comer, who I love, whom I love from the first season of Killing Eve, because the next two seasons were kind of yeah. um, She's amazing, okay, and she totally sells this idea of being a postmodern, tough video game heroine and manic pixie um, dream girl in a video game. But but you know she's not there to be ogled, which I kind of appreciated. Yes, you no. know she's covered head to toe. She's got practical armor on. I don't know what the why you need necessarily a big flowy shirt on top of that, but um, it it was just nice seeing like how people would actually design their characters. What everything that she had on, you know, served served her character, <laughs> and it made sense, you know. Because, Oh, that's funny. I, I'm happy you guys are enjoying it. FYI, there is I am for, under attack here. For people, well, obviously you'll be listening to the audio of this, but there's like a moth or some Screw kind of bug. you guys. Bug, oh. bug, literally bugging Misho as he talks. Just flying around and we can see. How did a moth get in here? The windows are closed. The door, I guess. I don't know. That's our horror. Uh, that's our horror element for this episode. <laughs> Just Misha. Misha's moth. <laughs> but um, you know, at the end of the day, fine. It, it was kind of a warm up for Deadpool three. He's breaking the fourth wall. He's making eight million pop culture references a second. But I also like that it it actually did tap into a couple of bigger ideas, like the like nature of identity and free will, kind of like how the Matrix did like twenty yeah. odd years ago. But also, it's basically the Matrix if you crossed it with something like, um, I don't know, what? The Truman Show or Grand Theft Auto, that kind of thing. <laughs> I think it was Where, like, I think it was famous. Truman. He becomes the Truman Show. freaking famous. Yes, he does. Yep, yep he does. Like, uh, what, do, what did they call him? The blue shirt guy. The blue, blue shirt, shirt guy. guy. Because he, he's the first NP. They think that he's some guy cosplaying or his character is cosplaying as an NPC. They don't realize he actually is, an, is NPC an NPC who thinks he's a player now. Pretty cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you you want to say something, MJ? No. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Go along. It's okay. Good. Take your time. Right. So let's talk about um him being an NPC and what made the story more interesting and how he developed that you know his own personality. What made him break out of his everyday routine? Because that's how he initially was depicted, right? Like um some guy who was enjoying life, but he needed to you know like he needed yeah. to find something more. I, wait, I got it. It's the Matrix. If you crossed it with the Lego movie, that's what it is. Oh, oh that's yeah. That's what it is. That's, that's what it fucking is. That makes that's sense. A perfect that analogy sense. for that. that. He's like this regular boring guy with this regular boring existence. And everything is routine until everything. one day. Literally he, everything. One day he questions it. When the rock robs his bank, he questions it. <laughs> because that was the fucking rock's voice robbing it his was. bank. It was. It was. Yep. 
No oh, way. Yeah. Reynolds called in every freaking favor anybody ever owed him. This thing has got cameos up the wazoo. It's not just the Twitch streamers, honestly. Like, the one who gave Jodie Comer the map in that alley, that was fucking Hugh Jackman. Listen to what? it. The no guy way. he took the glasses from in the bank the first time he puts them on. That was The Rock. You know, wait, Tina wait, wait. Fey is that guy's the- mother in the real world, that gamer's mom. No the one shit. with the vacuum. No. Yeah. Oh I have to watch goodness. this movie again. Me too. This thing is a gold mine. Ryan Reynolds called everybody. And I'm going to go into that later on when we're in spoiler town. But it's kind of like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, oh, Barcada movie time. <laughs> I mean, exactly. It's like watching Ryan Reynolds' Twitter. Like, seriously. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds' Twitter, by the way. I, 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 don't I did not realize all that. That's amazing. And that's Thank great. You. It just shows how much of a... I don't know how else to call it. Like a, a, a social, pot, social butterfly. <laughs> Ryan it's Reynolds the is as a movie matrix person. style, basically. Yes. Um, I mean, we, we, we all know that Ryan Reynolds is one of the most likable guys in Hollywood. <clears throat> even yeah. if Hugh Jackman doesn't show it in the ads right. that he makes for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. So, anyway. Yeah, basically he, he gets the sunglasses off a bank robber who is voiced by The Rock. And he discovers that he has he has access to weapons, to power-ups, to, to missions. He can accomplish tasks that he didn't even know existed before. Ka-ching, ka-ching. So like this whole new world opens up for him. Yeah, actually, he sees a, a hut, a heads-up display for where he can exactly. keep his weapons, his health bar. I, I like mm-hmm. I like I don't know, like there was this one part where he finds out what the what the health kit is, like when you see it. <laughs> yes. just, that was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he felt like he was, I'm alive! And starts jumping around. Yeah, and it's really cool. And it, I also love how he starts changing up his routine slowly after he's opened his eyes somehow. And it just baffles everybody when he doesn't order his usual boring coffee. <laughs> yes. And he asks for a fucking cappuccino. Everybody just stared at him like, what? You know, that's when I realized it was a freaking Lego movie because that's exactly what Emmett would do. He'd wake up in the morning, say hi to his pet, get dressed in the same fucking outfit every day, go down to the coffee shop, get the same coffee, and then go to his boring-ass job. And he was perfectly happy doing it. The only thing missing was a rousing chorus of everything is awesome. Everything is awesome! Well, you know, they, they did have... And you're part of the team. And Misha sang, oh yeah! Woo-hoo. <laughs> Nice one, MJ. Got him to sing. Wow. Yeah, but speaking no, of a song, is. there was a there was a recurring theme song. You know, like you know, it was a Mariah yeah, Carey song, right? And this is part of that one. Come on, Misha, we're all no. I'm still I'm still upset they called it a classic tune because you know that's how fucking old it is. Oh god, it is a classic tune. It's the first time I heard that song. We don't say that. It's the first time I heard the song. We don't say that. We don't accept it. It's we current. deny it. No, no, no. no. It is it's current. Like, it's like this time where we were in draft and the table next to us, hand to God, they were arguing over who sang Oops, I Did It Again because they could not agree whether it was Britney or somebody else. What? That's when my table, we all just started looking at our beers and contemplating our life choices. Oh my God. <laughs> because 10 minutes before that argument where they were arguing over who sang Oops, I Did It Again, um, we were already complaining amongst ourselves that they were too noisy. <laughs> too <not> good. <laughs> too not In my day. <laughs> In my day. Fucking shit. Britney Spears uh, was the shit. Mm-hmm. Still okay, is. So Free Britney. What is, Yay. What is the significance of that song in this movie anyway? That it's, classic it's Mariah tune. Fun. 
It is. It is. Mariah is awesome. I don't question it. Well, that's the song that um, Jodie Comer's character is singing when Guy runs into her and he's instantly smitten. He just falls in love with her head over heels because, uh, you know, she's everything he's ever wanted, apparently. Mm -hmm. And the reason that he wants to, you know, um, expand his horizons is because he wants as is the case with many on this planet, is he wants to impress the girl. He wants to get her approval. And she tells him literally, the only way you're going to do that is if you level up to 100, then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. That's such a gamer gamer reference. <laughs> and then, holy hell, he totally does it. And I and love coolest, how he does it The coolest too. montage ever. Yeah. That, Probably that one of the coolest montages I've ever seen. had a really fun song too. That's more current. Something by Logic. But… Yeah. What I love is that um, is this Spoiler Town already? I think it's time for Spoiler Town. I think we can talk. Okay, yeah, let's spoilers. Go. Fuck it. Yeah. Stinger. Okay. Stinger and the police. Sorry. <laughs> sure. Puta. See, this is why. This is why you think the table next to you is too noisy. <laughs> Stinger and the police. <laughs> That's good music, though. Anyway, thanks oh, PV and music. Russ for the transition. But yeah, Spoiler Town. <laughs> Um, I love how he chooses to level up because Guy is a good guy in general. Yes. He's just pretty cool. And he has this usual catchphrase of, don't have a good day. Have, have a great, great day. day. It's, like, it's, like the, it's like the Truman Show right there is. again. Yeah. So what I love about it is that Jodie Comer, a.k.a. Molotov Girl, a.k.a. Millie, tells him to level up. And she gives him all these different ways that he could. Like, you know, the usual shoot people or steal shit from them. Do whatever Grand Theft Auto peeps do to level up. Maybe teabag someone again. But he chooses to be a good guy. He just doesn't want to do all that that rob a bank type of shit. Because he's like, no, you know what? I'm going to level up by being myself. I'm going to be a straight up guy. I'm seeing all of this crime happen. And for some reason, nobody around me, all the other NPCs are just like marrying along in their regular day. I'm going to do something about it. And that's how he levels up so freaking fast by being a good guy. And even if you have this in, this freedom in this wonderful digital video game world to do whatever the hell you want, it's kind of refreshing to everybody that he just chooses to be the good guy. So you're and given this freedom card and you just choose to do the right thing. That is just Yeah. Because you know, as a as a as philosophical a, as, to me. As a as a gamer, like I've played games, I've played MMOs where just people just really just wreak havoc in the game and they just, you know, like kind of mess with stuff like destroy stuff, you know, because it's a release for a lot of these people. So I guess in in now it would be refreshing to actually see somebody be a good guy in these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see him kicking ass and kicking the asses of uh, the people who deserve it, and he's In-game. just he he becomes super duper famous for for it. Mm-hmm. And the, something is interesting also because like at some point like over the last year we were just playing Call of Duty the three of us and with <laughs> BV our engineer you know we were we were just playing fucking Call of Duty like every night it was ridiculous <laughs> oh it was fun so, I I kind of want to play again no, no no I'm not complaining I'm just saying let's play the later people, the people <laughs> that you play with the people it, it, the reason that guys actions really stand out is because exactly what you guys said it's like nobody is nice online they're all a bunch of jerks the people yeah, you play with that's they're gonna the, take the, every the, chance to you know straight up murder steal betray backstab you know 
Shoot. That's before you even hit the ground after you jump out of the plane. It's <laughs> the power of anonymity. But Guy, Guy was Mr. Nice Guy. He was like decent and helping people and all that. And he just turned it on its head. And it was incredible. It was just fun to watch. Now, that is a different kind of grind that you really don't really, you don't actually see. Yes. When you play these things. Yep. Okay, so we've been gushing over about Guy, you know, the past couple of minutes. Can we talk about the other characters? Because without, especially Millie, without Millie, there would there wouldn't be a guy that we, you know, a guy that we follow. It's so hard because his name is Guy, so it's just kind of hard. <laughs> you, you know, know like, this guy. You know this guy. Um, <laughs> the guy. See guy. The guy. Okay, I want. I kind of want to talk guy. about <laughs> Millie because we talk about at the guy on puta. <laughs> yeah, but you know I kind of want to talk about Millie it's because you know we keep talking about Guy and we're kind of stuck in in an altered universe sorry in a made up universe so we 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 go into one of the characters who belong to the real world aka Millie aka Molotov Girl so what did you guys think about Millie? Um, what, what I love about Jodie Comer is I mean like, something that like even in Killing Eve which is a great show watch season one stop at season one um, she can like turn on a dime the character that she's playing at any given point so um, it's funny the contrast between Molotov Girl is all kick-ass and confident and badass and all these things but in real life you know her regular her actual persona you know she's, she's, she's like the opposite of those things in a way Mm-hmm. But at least she's but what thing she has in common with her avatar is that she still believes in fighting for something, you know, but she doesn't have to be dressed up like a kick-ass character to do it. And I like that about her. And also she she's has an amazing gift for accents. Yeah. Um, yes, she did. Her American accent is amazingly not offensive, considering, you know, she's British and all that. But if you watch Killing Eve, she just does all of them. She does French, she does like Swiss, she does uh, British, she does American, and it's just a great show. So I was, was already a, a fan going in, honestly. Was she a spy on Killing Eve? No, she's an assassin. She's a killer. She's a trained killer. Um, and I'm watching Sandra O oh is this lowly British intelligence agent, but she's not. She's not British. She doesn't. She's American. She's married in, into it, but she works for the British Secret Service basically, and uh-huh. um, she takes it upon herself. But she's not an agent. She's not a field agent, but she takes it upon herself to hunt down this killer. And it's amazing the whole cat and mouse thing they got mm-hmm. because at some point Jodie Comer kind of falls in love with Sandra O. Oh, and oh. you guys have to fucking watch this show. Okay. But in this movie, you know. Um, she's actually the former programming partner of the guy who helped design the framework of the game that they're in. Stranger and Things guy. Stranger Things guy. Steve. The guy with, well, okay. Yes, yes, yes. That is he. That is he. <laughs> yes. That and- is him. That is, uh, what's his face? Yeah, see, Joe Keery, the guy mm-hmm. with the amazing hair. Yes, and he still has amazing hair. Just Because say. he learned his lesson after the first season, he shaved his head and nobody liked him for like half a year. <laughs> he never cut his hair again after that. That's fucking hilarious. Because nobody fucking knew who he was either. <laughs> but, but here, you know, Wow. Oh, is that why you cut your hair? Kind of. <laughs> also, so, it was getting in the way of taking care of my baby, so. Aww. He's such a dad. 
I don't think yeah. your baby cares how long your hair is. No, he pulls it. I do. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay, fair enough. I thought it's because like it takes like three hours to dry or some shit. So like you, 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 you're too busy drying your hair while your baby's like feed me. I can't feed my baby. That's a good point. I take that back. That's a horrible, horrible <laughs> mental image. I am so sorry. <laughs> so okay, so Joe Keery plays um, Keys. Walt. I was gonna say Walter, but yes, his name, his nickname is Keys. Okay, so so Joe Joe Keery is Keys, and he used to be the programming partner of Millie, who is it, Molotov Girl. They they were supposed to be MIT, you know, MIT geniuses, right? Yeah, they were programming geniuses, but you know, their dreams didn't work out. They didn't invent the next great big game, and um, Keys. "Quote unquote," sold out to go work for a tech mogul, rock star game designer type. <laughs> and I, and I, I you take over. Okay, who's he working for, MJ? Taiko <laughs> Did you expect that? Did you know he, he was in the I movie? No, I, I absolutely had no idea. So, <laughs> cut Wait. to the scene where he walks into this uh, to the office, and mm-hmm. you, you see like a. You see him well-dressed and everything. And then I hear his voice. I'm like, holy shit, it's Taika Waititi being a douchebag. And I'm here for it. I'm so mm-hmm. here for it. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Right? And he was we haven't effective. Seen, we haven't seen these two on screen together since that cinematic classic Green Lantern. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, he was this. He was the mechanic. Right, there and they, he, they they were the the best friends in that fucking movie, and I guess they are still friends in real life. So Love it. you know, again, Ryan Reynolds called in every damn favor he could. Uh, That's a huge favor because you know he was the he was the antagonist for that movie. He was the villain. Yeah, he he looked like he had so much fun as well. So it's the best, yeah. you know, Taika Waititi with his Kanye West styling and the really fly white shoes and oh he makes a great douchebag. I love him the so douchebag much. Douchebag weeb outfit. Yeah, and you know how he when when he starts having problems, he just sits on the floor like a weirdo and contemplates what what his next move no, no, no. is. When you're and rich, then, you're, you're eccentric. eccentric. Oh yeah, ex- you're okay, fine. Eccentric. eccentric. You're not weird. <laughs> so he sits down, <laughs> contemplates, and tries to get up with a stupid breakdancing move he can't do. <laughs> oh, it's gone. I like the fact that he was going like keep up, keep up, keep up. <laughs> he couldn't do it. <laughs> I love it so. Yeah, much. but this is where the the main problem. No, no, sorry. This is where the main conflict of the story is developed. Right, right? right. It's between the relationship between Keys, uh, Millie, and Antoine. Mm-hmm. Who Taika's character is named Antoine, and he's the Antoine. one who hired Keys to be. Um, tech support basically on the game that guy is in but something that we find out um, over the course of the movie is that Antoine may or may not have used key portions of the code that Jody uh, that sorry that Millie and Keys made up for their own game which they abandoned years ago yeah douchebag move right there douchebag move he does plan to release a, a version of the game like version 2 mm-hmm. which like completely erases everything from the first game and claim literally claim everything for himself just for the yes. money and everything mm-hmm. so yes. that's mm-hmm. where the conflict lies again because like you know this movie is completely fictitious because you know tech billionaires don't steal anything blink 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 tumbleweed it's a movie it's not true yeah this stuff doesn't happen in real life billionaires are nice people Okay. okay, but what MJ said, right? So the big problem with replacing the game 
um, with a new version, replacing Free City with a new version is that it's going to erase everything that's there now. So Guy has to figure out a way to save himself, save his friends, save his world from being erased or deleted. And apparently the only way they can do that is to prove that some of Millie's and Key's original code is in the game. And that's just an amazing excuse for them to have all sorts of crazy ass adventures. I know. And they ran they run into Channing Tatum at some point. <laughs> Didn't you this love is your takeaway. This is your fucking takeaway. <laughs> the entire world's gonna end, and your takeaway is they ran into Channing Tatum. But it's I gold. Mean- I love that moment. <laughs> Can I just say so the, there's this encounter where they have to get like this um device where the code is, right? Mm-hmm. So they see Channing Tatum. And and Channing Tatum's real life human character, who is your stereotypical gamer dude living in his mom's house, is actually a huge fan of Guy. So it's like he's like, oh, can I can I? He's fanboying over Guy and everything. And then he's like, can you say my catchphrase? Can you say my catchphrase? <laughs> and Guy wouldn't even do it because it's off brand for him. It's uh-huh. so fucking funny. And you see Channing Tatum begging and fanboying and do the doing this like stupid little dance just to impress Guy and everything. I think he did the Fortnite dance at some point. I don't even play Fortnite, but it's just he did a that whole iconic. bunch of the dances. Yeah, so perfect person to do all those silly dance moves, Channing Tatum. And I love when actually, um, since you're video game character, you have a headset and everything, right? So whatever this character or or this guy, the player says in real life, Channing uh, uh, Channing Tatum's av- as the avatar says. So when he's actually saying like, mom, stop vacuuming or something, Channing Tatum will <laughs> actually say Faye. it out Tina loud. Yeah, so he would actually say it out loud and Guy would be like, who are you talking to? <laughs> what are you guy talking has about? no idea it's a game. He has no idea. And I love how he ends his cameo with, mom, do not touch that sock. Oh my God, oh that my was nasty. God. That's that my was, special sock, my that mom. That fucking nasty. <laughs> You're not going to like it. That yeah, was, that's, uh, that's my not need that. Yeah, I did not need that. <laughs> it's hilarious though. But yeah, all these crazy adventures and you eventually see um, Molotov Girl slash Millie and Guy form this sort of relationship. And Millie in real life is kind of conflicted because like she's like, holy shit, do I have feelings for a fucking video game, an NPC? It's not yeah. even a real person. But she doesn't, she doesn't realize that he's an NPC until... Until a bit later. Until later. A little bit right? later. First, and they do yeah. they do realize that he's such he's actually this really, really advanced AI character or code mm-hmm. that he's actually worked on. So it's actually yes. pretty cute how it all turned out. Like, you know, now that you mentioned that he was a character that he's worked on, um, this is where things get interesting. Like there was you know, like we mentioned earlier that you there, there was a message about about this this movie had a message that you know was subtle and not too preachy, which is why we appreciated it. But that Keys wrote code to come out in the game to reflect a part of himself. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, that's actually. Pretty. Mm-hmm. So the reason why Guy falls head over heels for a Molotov girl is that actually the guy who wrote him actually had those genuine feelings. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you made him alive. That's so cute. But, but here's the thing, right? Like she was like super dense about it. Because like he spells it out in that video, yeah. Where he says like <laughs> the, you know, the first part I had where to they... program the perfect person for my guy to fall in love with. So who better than the one next to me? And, it's just like, and I'm like, 
oh, I, I did, I did that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I pointed at the screen. Like, oh! And but but and then girl, she just goes like, straight up platonic. Lily fucking pauses the thing and leaves the room. She <laughs> like, doesn't get it. She did not get it. She did not get it. Again, I know I have no high ground in this sort of thing, but really, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's adorable. It was though. cute. He took her for bubblegum ice cream. I want bubblegum ice cream. Oh, I, I like bubblegum ice cream. I, I like the fact that you I know, don't like bubblegum was- ice cream. <laughs> I, I like know. the fact that it's like um I don't like bubblegum ice cream, but it's kind of adorable how they were in the swings and everything. So that's cute. So hindi my in love si Ryan Reynolds sa you. Sige ka na kakain ako ng bubblegum ice cream. Sige okay lang. Game. Ganyan ako. Okay na. <laughs> Grabe. Okay lang. I'm just asking. For Ryan Reynolds fine. Mm-hmm. Bubblegum ice cream. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, but it's kind of cute that his love letter was actually writing of some sort, you know, writing code. It kind of was, you know, he, that was his love letter to her. It was a fucking video game character. And the fact that it got transported into Antoine's game, you know, um, it just means that they now had a perfect way to claim a piece of this billion dollar, multi-million dollar successful franchise. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they chose love. Cute. But not before awesome CGI shit happened. Yep, a lot of awesome CGI shit. Yes, yes, yes. And part of that CGI was a character that Anton wanted to develop for his sequel. Like a better version of Guy. (laughs) Oh guy, this is probably one of my favorite parts. Was dude. Okay, okay. so Anton gets sick of people all over the world falling in love with Guy. Because they can't control Guy. And when they re- all the more when they realize that he's just an NPC, so he shouldn't be doing the things doing. he's doing at all. I think this so is so he decides to create. He tells his guys, "Make me our version of guy. Make me a better guy. Make me a dude." I, no, I, like, the fact that, <laughs> I like the fact that he refers to those team as like art guys. He snaps his fingers and calls them like tells them what to do. Like make me a dude. Like minions. <laughs> Call him dude. Art guys. Tech guys. So basically, dude is literally also still Ryan Reynolds, but but with Ryan <laughs> Reynolds on crazy steroids. It's insane. Like it's crazy just, is an understatement. Like gross. I think it's a fuck ton of steroids. Okay, fine, not gross. Well, uh, it's just it just doesn't suit his face. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't. It's like well, I think it. Uh, well, it wasn't the most amazing CGI job, but I think it can pass off. Anyway, because they the developers were saying like, oh, he's not finished yet. He's kind of half baked. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but you know, like, Antoine here is just like, no, release him. I don't care. Just like, like uh, send him out. Like release the Kraken, but then the Kraken is not complete. So they put in dude. And I like the fact that when he jumps into the game, it's like catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? That's you know it? what time That's it is? Catchphrase. <laughs> and how he fills up. He can't even like pro- form a coherent sentence. He's like literally a huge. Meat-headed version of Ryan what they, Reynolds. What did the and, art guy say? He had like seventy percent of a brain or something. <laughs> kind of. And I love how um, his catchphrase is catchphrase. And mm-hmm. in some words, he says uh, the coders put like TBD or we'll figure this <laughs> out. He wasn't, he wasn't done. <laughs> it's like literally how anyone who uses a computer names their unfinished files. Exactly. Yes. Exactly right. And then um, lo and behold, the fight scene happens, right? And then we see more favors being called in. 
and the cool thing about the fight scene was like even before we get to the 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 favorites being called in was just the sheer number of references that they threw in like oh god or even bef- even earlier like like when they were in Channing Tatum's stash house you know he pulls out <laughs> Mega Man's arm buster and he shoots a dude with it oh yeah that was pretty cool right and then at some point he pulls out the portal gun from Portal he uses the fucking gravity gun from Half Life Two in the fa- in the finale. And then he whips out a couple of other weapons that just sent this movie into overdrive and just nerd, nerd shit. <laughs> Even the music changed. It was cool. Like he fucking whipped out Captain America's shield with the full Avengers theme going. And yeah. all that. I know. I was like, holy Disney rights, Batman. Well, that's not good. How much money did they give Disney <laughs> for this? Because they followed up that fucking shield moment. With, with a Hulk punch. With a Hulk punch and no, but and before the Hulk punch, what was it? No, the Hulk, Hulk punch, punch came in America. Be- the Hulk punch came after the shield, and then we get to one of the most popular weapons in pop culture history. Chris <laughs> Evans. Oh. Not uh, Chris <laughs> Evans did make a cameo. He spat out his coffee and saying, What the shit? When he saw the <laughs> You got Chris Evans to swear. Exactly. I love which it. was awesome. And the, th- the thing was thirst, like there's 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 Okay. Oh my god, there we go. There was another favor he called in. Like, Chris Evans just happened to be shooting in the same city at the same time. And he just texted him, as celebrities do, apparently. He just <laughs> fucking texted him. He said, They're hey, will you do friends, a cameo? Apparently. I and do believe that it was superheroes texting superheroes. Well, Chris know. Evans said, like, if you can t- guarantee I can be in and out in 10 minutes, I'll do it. So he did it. He fucking came over, went to the set, shot his line. Power of superheroes. What the shit? I know. It must be nice to have superhero friends I know I know but, and then and then and then what you said most popular fucking weapon sure. came up next <laughs> everybody had to call it out in the movies like is that a lightsaber with Star Wars music if you weren't sure <laughs> amazing shit so yeah how much and that's another thing that apparently while they were shooting the movie um, Disney finalized their purchase of Fox so the director she's Sean Levy and see Ryan Reynolds were like yeah, what do we have to lose? They fucking wrote a letter to Disney. Can we use this, 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 this? And then Disney replied to them and said, yes. And wow. then Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy got confused. They're like, what are you saying yes to? And then Disney's like, everything. Why? What else do you need? And then they <laughs> ran with it. They ran with it. They went crazy. But in the best possible way, it is fan service to the max, but n- tastefully know, done. It still fits the story. It's not like Space Jam 2 level of, you know, going overboard. This is just right. You get little snippets of everything, but not like overkill. Mm-mm-mm. That was cool. Yeah. And even like, you know, the way the movie was marketed, for example, um, Ryan Reynolds has been killing it lately whenever he has a new movie. He just rules fucking social media whenever he has a mm-hmm. new release, like the way he did with Deadpool and even the second Deadpool. Or even like he made an MCU ad just for, to watch the launch the trailer of Free Guy. He was with Korg in the, he yep. was de- in his full Deadpool outfit and he was with Taika Waititi as Korg. And that's how they premiered the Free Guy trailer. It was just, a reaction video from Deadpool and Korg from there, Thor there, Ragnarok. There are two guys who do that so well on social media. It's probably just Ryan Reynolds and The Rock who rule social media every time they have a new movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're the best. And uh, ah. 
lo and behold, The Rock's apparently in here too. So I gotta watch that again. <laughs> I really cannot believe voice. that. It's just his voice, guys. Yeah, no, but I, I, want, I, I still, still want to recognize I still can't believe it. that's The Rock's voice. I have to watch this movie again. I mean, Do you want to hear muscles? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> just checking, right? But oh. like, I was gonna say, like with the marketing, this one, they released a whole bunch of posters based on classic video game art just to promote the movie where they spoofed the art of things like Mario 64 and Doom and Animal Crossing, but all with Guy in place of the main character. Oh they were awesome. It was just ridiculous. So much nerd and I love it. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. So much pop culture references now. Yes, it was. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really why I think I did not know that we were going to get a subgenre of playthings going meta, honestly, between this and the Lego movie. I'm like, wait, w- w- this is a new thing. This is a subgenre. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, between this, Lego movie, Ready Player One, and Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. You uh, mean the HBO Max commercial that we all liked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty we're not pretending that- it's anything other than an HBO Max commercial. That is true. Maybe a Nike ad. I don't know. Also a Nike ad. Good yes, point. Also Good a Nike point. ad. Also yeah, Nike yeah. ad. It's, it's pretty obvious that we all enjoy this movie. We all loved it. But did you guys think that there there should have been something that the filmmakers should have improved on? To be fair, um, look, I'm not going to pretend it was some great work of art. Yeah, it's not. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's really not. But, you know, I took it as it was advertised a good time. And I did have a good it time. It absolutely it, was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see. You know what I would have loved to do? I would have loved to see it in a theater with an audience. Yeah, yeah, that would have made fun. that would have made made the experience so much better. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I saw it with my girlfriend. It was awesome. It was fun to watch. But ima- th- you cannot beat, and this is gonna sound horrible. You can't beat sitting in the dark with four hundred strangers or <laughs> laughing your ass off. You know, there's just something about that that communal experience. Yes. Of everybody reacting to shit that you know tickles your funny bone, or you know, or oh, I recognize that. Can you imagine the cinema? The second that fucking shield came up, what yeah. the cinema would like have been like. Everybody probably would have been in the clapping or screaming. And then follow point. it up like 10 seconds later with a fucking lightsaber and John Williams music. <laughs> For me personally, um, I enjoyed it as it was. It was a hell of a ride. It was super fun. I didn't expect much from it. But again, we're getting Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes, so yes. this is just me probably moving forward, thinking of what else I can expect from Ryan Reynolds. Because I want, you know, we all appreciate actors with range. And he's really good at what he's doing. And, you know, he milks the shit out of this persona that he has in real life and puts it onto the big screen with so much life and it is hella entertaining. But moving forward for Ryan Reynolds movies that I want to watch in the future, I just probably want him to surprise me. It's like, maybe I'm getting a little bored. I can't believe I'm saying this, but oh, I know. You did oh, not. No. That's just me personally. I mean, I love looking at him. Not gonna <laughs> lie. She said it. She but said that he bores her. I said, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I'd love so, him to surprise us with maybe a totally different role next time. But I did enjoy this. I just don't I, know how much more of these roles, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> as Ryan Reynolds, I, mean, I can you, take in the future. You have Deadpool, you have Waiting, you have this movie. 
Yeah, Actually, Van Wilder. I think it was like 15 years ago at this point. That that that's not current anymore. Yeah, you yeah. know, but, you know, he essentially plays himself in every movie. movie. Himself in every movie. But th- 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 that's the thing. She's absolutely right. Yeah. He needs to get to the Jim Carrey stage of his career where, you know, he has to prove that he can do something else. But yeah, yeah, but I'm at I that point. Because like, Reynolds... the older he gets, the less charming it'll be. Yep. Yeah, but then I think in terms of career decisions between him and Jim Carrey, there's a difference because Ryan Reynolds is more of a producer than Jim Carrey is. Jim Carrey is more of an actor now because he produces movies now. Well, yeah, but still, as an actor, I guess I'd like to yeah. see some range. As an actor, exactly. That's that's what we're talking about. You know, do you he want, can do whatever the hell he wants on the side, want, but as want, an actor, he has to expand his range. Otherwise, he'll just get stuck in a rut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rut's been working for him. <laughs> uh, it's making him a lot of money. So for now, no, I guess that's fine. Yeah, again, again, he has to expand. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Jim Carrey was still making Ace Ventura sequels. Come on. Oh God. Nah. Imagine if nah. Jim Carrey never made um, Eternal Sunshine for a spot this mind. Or we even wouldn't... The Truman Show. Yeah, or the, yeah Truman the Truman Show. Was great, it's but... like we wouldn't be as impressed with Jim Carrey as we are now. If but, you're comparing. Yeah. But true, again, true. timing counts for something. Like yeah. the reason the cable guy flopped, it's an amazing dark comedy, but it came out at a time when people still saw him only as Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, mm-hmm. all that shit. So they weren't ready for that. I think MJ's onto something here that we are ready to see Ryan Reynolds do something <laughs> else because he's been doing the same thing for like, and I'm not even kidding, at this point, like 25 years now, mm-hmm. ever since that sitcom, Two Guys, A Girl, and A Pizza Place, he was mm-hmm. still snarky young guy. Yeah, and it, then he became snarky college guy in, in Van Wilder. Wilder. And then he became snarky food service yeah, guy in Waiting. It could now go... Now he's just, you know, it, snarky it, guy. It, it, it could go snarky, two ways. He was snarky um, Deadpool, you know. And he was also snarky little yellow rat. Still. Still the same. In, as you know? Pikachu. Still, <laughs> he was fucking Pikachu and he's still himself. Well, right, he did, you know, they're, right. they're like, okay, we're, we kind of, we kind of stopped Mentioning that he did have a string of rom-coms like, you know, The Proposal and uh, Definitely what, And maybe. what was he in all of those? Snarky guy! <laughs> yeah. wasn't that snarky in… Really? No, he wasn't. Not in Definitely Maybe. He was kind of snarky in The Proposal. He did make Barry. He was still Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually haven't… I didn't watch Barry. I, I don't know. But yeah, I, just, I, ag- I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, that's that's my. Uh, it's not my gripe with the movie per se, because the movie's yeah. great. It's fun. It's just me, my honest opinion about right. You knew what you were gonna get going. Yeah, in, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. he didn't. Yeah. He didn't go beyond that. Yeah, but likable, smarmy mm-hmm. guy. He's got that down pat. It would be mm-hmm. just great to see him do something else. It'd be like if Robin Williams just played manic, crazy, wild, funny man. Oh, I miss you know, Robin and didn't Williams. and didn't try doing dramas. You know. Yeah, I miss him. Well, well, we know that we well we know our thoughts about Ryan Reynolds, but what about the other performers in this movie? What about his best friend? Did you guys have fun with this best friend? I love Buddy. He's the best. <laughs> he was such uh, a wingman. Lil Rel Howery is just so, so precious. loyal. So no, but I like precious. That, that little that talk they had right before when Guy kind of lost his faith in whatever world he was in was so nice. I liked it. It's like, you know, I don't got, we don't need to be real. Our friendship is real. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, that's when, that's when the movie gets deep, but it's not preachy. Mm -hmm. And I I love the conversation where they have, it's like, oh, we're just living our life and we're happy. So it's, uh, that was the point where I was like, holy shit, this is getting philosophical. 
He's like, yeah. who cares if this is all real? We're real to each other. We're we have the we're happy in this world counts. that we have. It's like, oh. And that was something also that Deng brought up when we were watching it. It was like, you know, but if they're AI. And, you know, fine, we can take it for granted that they're growing as characters because, you know, they, they learn, they, they get new traits. Like the airhead trophy girl be, uh, wrote a scathing manifesto against the, against, against, um, uh, the patriarchy, patriarchy, which the, was amazing. The, the I would like to see it, not had just hearing about it. Or even the, the coffee girl learned how to make cappuccinos and other yeah. things on her own time because they were all discovering, they, they, they were all gaining sentience and free will. Mm-hmm. But, but what Deng said was like, if they're programmed to go beyond their initial program, then it's still a program and it's not really free will, is it? <laughs> well, this is what I love about it. So everybody, Guy, Buddy, and all of their fellow NPC characters, they're all AI. And if what if what Antoine slash Taika Waititi plans really happens, it, they're just AI. Realistically, nothing will change in the real life. Nobody's gonna really die or get hurt. But the charm of this movie is that you actually don't want it to happen. It's like you suddenly sympathize with these artificial artificial intelligence characters who really aren't gen- generally real. They're just they're just computer generated you know fictional characters but we're rooting for them we have feelings for them we you know we relate to them somehow so it's just amazing how they humanize these npcs who are usually taken for granted in all the video games that we play in real life usually npcs in video games you just want to see all the funny ways you can kill them exactly yeah and they bring it up in the movie it's like hey we're not gonna be like treated like shit anymore you know what i mean so it's like it's it's kind of adorable how you get to suddenly empathize with them i'm, I'm gonna bring up another thing let's take it up another level okay <sighs> so we we got the whole philosophical level where you know what is real i mean you know what is, is free will life? who am i what am i is do i even matter are they people are they not people <laughs> but something that's neat about it who is, is that the, the way the movie ends where the the entire server of Free City becomes like a safe haven for these characters that we've followed through the movie. And people can just go there and watch them living their lives. I think a lot of that speaks to how video games are played and consumed today. Okay, yeah. this is going to sound fucking nerdy, but I'm going to do go for it anyway. So, oh, and it, no, no, I, I read this thing about this guy, right? He, he, he loved playing video games with his kid. And one day he let his kid try Spider-Man on the PS5, and, uh, the Miles Morales um, expansion. And the kid loved it because the dad put the game on the easiest setting. So you can't die. So the kid is playing Spider-Man. He already got like 30% done in the game and he loved it. He was having fun with the story. He loved the characters, the action, the fights. And then the dad was all like, hey, you want to, you know, let's put it on the next hardest setting, you mm-hmm. know, just so you can play the real game. Just, you know, play it with stakes. Yeah. So the kid's like, okay, Siggy, I'll try it. And the kid was okay. He was good at it. He got a little further. He got up like 50% of the game and all that. So the dad thought, ah, mission accomplished. Because he noticed his kid never actually finished any games. He just liked playing around, driving around, or in this case, swinging around and all that. But in this case, he was playing the game the way his father thought it should be played. So after the kid was done, he thought, mission accomplished. My kid now plays video games like I do or like I grew up playing. What the kid did was he erased his progress. 
He, co- he deleted his game entirely and he started from 0% again. Aww. He put it back on the easy setting. And his father asked him, why? Why are you doing that? And the kid's like, because I just want to play. Aww. He didn't want to deal with leveling levels or going to the next stage or getting beating the next boss or getting the high score, which is what a certain generation grew up doing because the original games were just so shitty. The only way of proving you were good at them was getting a good high score, beating the boss, going to the next stage. But now games are designed so that you can just you can play them for hours and hours and hours without actually touching the story. But that's, that's so the thing precious. with games now. It's and more that's immersive. What, that's what's neat about Free Guy. It acknowledges that, that video games have evolved. It's not just about beating the big bad anymore. That's why people are still, oh God, I'm going to get crucified for this. That's why Grand Theft Auto V has been out for, I think, like 10, 11 fucking <laughs> years now on every console imaginable. But people are still playing it. Even if they beat all the missions, you can still hang out in the city. You can still get, you know, you can still just drive around, walk around, walk into a store, steal a shoot car, people. run over NPCs, you know, <laughs> shoot them up. I don't know, run away from the cops. But you don't have to, like, it's not about beating anything. That, that's what's neat now. That's the culture we got. And people online are happy to watch you do that. There's an yeah. entire streaming culture now that'll help you watch it. So I can totally buy that people would watch a complete fucking island of AI just living their lives. I, I completely agree. I mean, like much of the games now are designed to be more immersive. It's, it's escapism for a lot of people, especially, mm-hmm. you know, I guess it peaked last year with all the lockdowns. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I think a number of streamers, the number of streamers increased also last year. Yeah. I think that's a good note to end things. <laughs> and I... And finally, for me, I also like that there it, it drives home the idea that there's no right or wrong way to play a game. Yeah. So Antoine thought it should be a certain way. Keys thought it should be a certain way. Millie thought it should be a certain way. NPC guy, he just wanted to live his life. And that's that's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I that never thought I would think that That was pretty deep. In, into this movie. <laughs> for but this yeah. movie. I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I, I it's fine. But it's great. Games and I watch no, too many perfect. movies. It's, it's perfect. Because it, it it's, it's a good analysis. It's a good analysis. It's a good summary of what this movie may or may not have wanted to, to tell us. Because, yeah. you know, like, not, not, not a lot of people, I'm sure, take games for granted. That it's just it's just a game I pass mm-hmm. the time by. Yeah, pass the time with after work or whatever. But you know, to to others, it's more than that. So yeah, that's it's a pretty good takeaway. Yeah. yeah, I think I can't end this episode better than that. He did it again. It's just like cute. It's just cute. end news. No, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we so, totally. I guess I guess in general, we to, we do recommend uh, Free Guy. Um, mm-hmm. We went into it not expecting much. We just wanted to have a good time, but. Lo yep. and behold, we got our some friend Ryan Reynolds. Yes, our 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 beautiful friend Ryan Reynolds, but and uh, his friends and yes, his <laughs> friends Channing Tatum, Chris Evans, and everybody else. Uh, and Taika Waititi, my love, and um. <laughs> If there's anyone I love more than Ryan Reynolds in this movie, you, it's Taika Waititi. You have to decide. Who do you, who are you ta- what's your takeaway from this movie? Is it Channing Tatum, The Rock, Chris Evans, Taika Waititi? You know, who is it? What is this? To be fair, no, my, main takeaway, my main takeaway, to be honest, is that I did not expect it to go this philosophical, which I am also kind of a nerd for sometimes. So it was a pleasant surprise to actually get something when you weren't expecting it to be there. But everybody else, all that I've mentioned, all of those beautiful men that I have mentioned are just bonuses. 
But yes, if you, I had to choose, it's Taika Waititi. Boom. There yeah. you have it. I MJ's agree. takeaway. I agree. <laughs> Girl, yeah. You reduced me to this, just that. What? <laughs> Said the dehydrated one? <laughs> Never fucking heard that. Uh, yeah. uh, it's like substance... apparently a level beyond thirsty. <laughs> my, my substance naman ako kahit konti. <laughs> Hindi naman siya gano'ng ka-ohaw. Dehydrated lang. Dehydrated lang. But yes, I, uh, it's safe to say that you get a huge bonus out of it even if you're expecting just a whole lot of fun and explosions and pew-pews. But yeah, I would recommend this totally. Especially I, as a palate cleanser for whatever we have in store for all the spooky things this October. Yes. It definitely is a movie that makes you feel good if you need to pick me up after a long, hard, tiring day or week Absolutely. or whatever. But it's a perfect movie to end the week on a high note with, I guess. Because, you know, Mariah Carey classic palang okay ka eh. Can't believe I'm calling that song a classic. The movie called it a classic. I don't think it, yeah, it's out there. It's out there already. Ah, yes. I believe those songs are like 25, 30 years old now. It is? Oh, man. Yes, we are still young, guys. Yes, we, this is another episode of the Subbo Tours. Once again, I am Angel. Every night, talking sweet. Sorry, I'm MJ. And I'm Misha. I get kind of hectic inside. It really is the Matrix meets the Lego movie, I swear. All the things that flow through my mind. But it's such a sweet, sweet. Sorry. It's okay. She's singing us out. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's playing us out. Alright. Once again, we are the Sobo Tours. And if you want to, to let us know what if you guys want to talk about movies. Once again, we are the Sobo Tours. And if you guys want us to talk about a certain movie of your liking, let us know. Our socials are at sub underscore o tours on Instagram. Check out our Facebook group, Subotours. We like movies and our official Subotours page. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> bye bye now. You know how Misha feels now when we're singing while he does the outro. I know, right? It's horrible. <laughs> Gets. But okay lang. Sweet, sweet, bad, bad, bad. Okay.